And right now, it's good morning to you again, and welcome to Over the Garden Fence, brought to you by Waddell's Nursery Floral in the Garden Center at the corner of Middleman 12th Street. We're right there on the roundabout, and for the first time this year, I get to say good morning to Mr. Andy Waddell. Good morning. Good morning, Jim. How, How are, are you? you? Doing all right. How about you? You know what? I brought my uh, boat this morning. So. Was, that's a good thing. <laughs> yes, because it, it is a little wet. Now, I and I've said this many times, and I may have it on my tombstone. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but uh, I don't mind rain because anything that falls from the sky that I do not have to remove from my driveway with something called Toro, I'm good with. <laughs> So, well, but there was a lot of the non-Toro precipitation last night. Did there it rain was. out at your house that hard? Oh my, yeah, it was it was raining hard. Yeah, and uh, it was the it, strangest lightning I've ever seen too. It came in streak, but it was yeah, it it would bolt, and then it was still probably seven to ten seconds before you yeah. could hear the thunder. Yeah, so it there was, was. There were a couple of them that were a little closer than that. It was statewide. <laughs> I learned. I learned in elementary school when you see the lightning, you count one thousand, uh, one, one thousand, two, and then that's how many miles away it is. What if that's what I was doing? One last of them night. was about a mile and a half. <laughs> um, so, one but, at Waddell's yesterday was. Uh, crack thousand one ah you ah, know so ah, yeah there you go yeah so. exactly so um but uh how have you been we've been good we've been good, good you good, know good. what it was a good winter we had a uh, uh, a great garden expo a couple weeks ago i heard that, you know what snow is going sideways but inside was spring just like you yeah. said down south you had a trip and all the tulips and daffodils are are coming on well mm-hmm. we did the same thing to invite all our friends in and uh yeah it's been a good winter we had Very good cool. green we uh our Green Thumb Club mm-hmm. keeps expanding. People love education is what we're finding out. So our uh, club uh, included 14 seminars. We had 22 graduates this wow. year. very good. Um, many hundreds of people going through the seminar and classes this wintertime. So starts about third week in January, goes about the um, second week in March. And it gets people away from those doldrums of Saturdays. So it's kind of yeah. nice. So It's cool. Yeah. It is, it's a... Uh... Um, and if, of course, you know that Andy is, he's looks at me and rolls his eyes periodically. Um, <laughs> when I, when I do this, um, I, um, my goal is to come in here every show that I do with you with at least two questions. Mm-hmm. That's okay. <laughs> but where I live, uh, a few people have found out that I work for the radio station sure. and that I get to co-host with you on the show and oh. stuff. Then I get questions. So then you get the inside track. Okay, <laughs> now this is happening, but, and uh, that's what's happening today. I have two questions Good. from uh, residents. Please, so. we can talk about it. Yeah. So, hey, happy April 1st, everybody, yeah. and happy April spring. Um, you know what? Let's look at the positives. Like Jim said, it could be white. Our moisture brings our Great Lakes up. We were at the uh, some of the lighthouses on the east side of the state, Jim. I think they were still down. That beach was quite large. Yes. Um, so um, there was a little peninsula that went way out that we could um, search for Petoskeys and stuff. So um, you know what? The moisture freshens our earth, makes the spring's plants come on. Weeping willow showing spring color with its wispy yellows. Crocus popping out of the mulch under the hemlocks. The lawn was actually greener than last week. Iris reticulata popping out through the perennial gardens I noticed and witch hazel and filbert in flower marking the promise God said there would be a spring season, a time to plant. So today we have uh, (laughs) maybe not the time to plant, but the time to prepare. There's a lot to do on the honeydew list, 
But you know, inside projects, Jim, are just as important as the outside, whether interior or exterior landscaping. Plants are in. You know what? Let's face it. Trendsetting. Therapeutic. They're O2 creators. They're carbon intakers. There's enjoyment. You know what? You get the hint. You know what? We'll talk more later on that because even people learning how to grow themselves, um, the satisfaction of watching something grow, Jim. You know, just yesterday I was handing out a grow sheet. Uh, we have a new grow sheet on growing um, Hershey's M&Ms. Swear. So all you do is take cocoa mulch and fertilome almond potting soil. You mix with, uh, we have a pot that's a dark chocolate pot and April Fool's Day. Ah. <laughs> Everybody. So I got to get kidding. You know what? I got to make you all laugh. So once in a while, there was. Um, Somebody's out there growing. I can grow M&Ms? <laughs> Son of a gun. All right. So there was gardening April Fool's jokes. You know, you can get anything on Google nowadays. This is and true. back in 1957, when Google was not around, Jim, somebody made a prank on hanging spaghetti from a tree and watching these French people, one man holding the basket and other people picking the spaghetti off the tree and putting it in the basket. Uh -huh. The calls were by the millions trying to figure out. Um, and then uh, a couple of many, many years forward, Thompson Morgan put out a little April Fool's about a USB port that you could plug your plants into and make them grow called flower power. Oh, and uh, it was also a, a quite a good gimmick. So that, that M&Ms I found um, Oh, yeah. There's actually a little video <laughs> on how to grow and uh, uh, harvest M&Ms. It's, it's kind of hilarious. Huh. But, yeah, down to uh, growing T-shirts. Oh, uh, there you go. Planting the T-shirt, putting the, the all the seeds in a little peace sign, and then next thing you know, the guy's wearing the, <laughs> wearing the shirt. So. Well, you know, April Fool's Day is, of course, the, 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 the playground of radio. Oh. I mean, anybody who's worked in radio has done an oh, April Jim, Fool's Day show that. where you would do something, uh, you know, and, and try to get people to believe it. And we actually, I was actually involved in that at another radio station where this guy said that there was a mechanical robot dog that oh, yeah. had escaped from the uh, research facility over in Matawan. Mm -hmm. We had people all over the place looking for that thing. And they were not happy when they found out it was an April Fool's Day prank. Now, well, I th we thought it was hilarious, obviously. Now, long before FM radio, you know, AM, mm -hmm. WKMI, um, WLS of Chicago, they would do all the things that you weren't quite mm -hmm. sure was actually happening, you know, from turkey drops. Did the turkey really drop <laughs> from the helicopter or not? You know, exactly. a, a lot of those pranks later on you found out were April Fool's Day. So, mm -hmm. but uh, you know what? Uh, April Fool's aside, everybody, every gardener knows the adrenaline is rising, waiting for that warmer temperatures. Crocus, snowdrops, like I said, the iris, the reticulata, the little small ones, the, the um, uh, almost in full bloom. Scarlet maples on the right side of our driveway starting to pop. You can see the little flowers coming on. Tulips and daffodils starting to uh, appear and uh, starting to show their green, hoping that the buds come right up in a few minutes or a few few days. And many plants in the perennial flower bed even starting to show popping out of the ground from uh, like Christmas rose or helleborus. No wonder green thumbers are excited. The opportunities for garden projects are numerous just as the spring flowers. So which way to turn? If you haven't already, maybe take a leisurely walk around the lawn and garden this morning. 
I took our dog Archie out for a walk on, on the normal walk this morning, and oh boy, I could make my list. I should have brought my pen with me, Jim. Um, I took the majority of the storm damage down, but now all the little snow and the rain is gone. Oh my, is there a lot of extra branches and a bunch of shrubs that have been broken. I have a birch that's got some major pruning that needs to be done all from that, that uh, ice storm a couple weeks ago. So make a list of the maintenance needs, such as leaf removal, pruning the dead and, de and broken branches, weeds that need to be cultivated, plants that need to be uncovered soon, lawn bare spots that need to be reseeded, hmm, that overgrown evergreen that's just too close to the house, or that messy box elder tree that's along the fence row. Remember the list of perennial hollyhocks, anemone, monarda, and hosta that just almost are too large for the allotted space and need to be reduced in size? Now's a great time to split, and uh, I say share for friends, share with friends. Sometimes that hosta, um, you know, you just get um, sick of the big hosta, so you dig it up, and it's gotten um, past its vigor splitting it up and resetting it down with a little dairy dew or wonder blend cow manure, a little mics and a root stimulator, you'll almost see a new plant in the, ne in the next season. Now today is also how to make a list of your dream projects that's been considered previously. A garden seating area. How about some new shade trees? A complete new entryway. Upgrading your lawn. Maybe it's time to start a vegetable and fruit garden. The fun is beginning to prioritize all these wonderful opportunities. The possibilities to improve the outdoor surroundings, your health, your lifestyle, as well as the property values are endless. Now after this, let's, uh, let's move on a little more to immediate. Over the years, <clears throat> right now we have just a couple weeks and, and, you know, there's windows of opportunity to almost everything, Jim. And then after that, the window gets harder to close, <laughs> you know? And so right now, we used to talk for 10 years about emerald ash borer, and there's only a couple ash around this area. But to protect green and white ash, systemic insect control, also with birch, now is the time. Get a soil drench on your birch. Get that leaf miner control and uh, three ounces per gallon of water on inch caliper around the tree. So have a question how to determine, take a picture of the tree and measure. We can help you determine how much to go in. It takes a while, Jim, for that um, control to be put on the roots and go up the tree. So put it on now so the new tree starts to grow. Um, it'll absorb that. Your attention to the lawn now will reap grape divides with thicker, greener turf this summer. First, do a thorough raking. Like I said the other day, walking through the, the yard this morning, um, it's really beat up. A lot of the storm damage, um, uh, a lot of the branches even dug down into, into the ground, and so uh, I, I need to reseed all over the place. Then lower the lawnmower setting on your first mowing in the next few weeks, just above the scalping just to cut off the blade and um, uh, the tissue and remaining any debris. So you'd like to clean off cutting the stem so more blade appears. 
That's how to get a fresher lawn. Thinner bare spots should have a light coating of lawn soil raked in Scott's fertilizer and add grass seed and water and well. The idea is you have time now to put the seed down before even step one goes on your yard. Check grubs for uh, feeding on roots. You can tell right away. If there's bare spots, control long grubs with uh, for long grub control. 24-hour uh, control be applied, and then uh, um, control starts immediately. So irrigate if we don't have moisture, which sounds like we're going to have in the next week. Lawn fertilizers also will not perform as well as expected if the soil pH is too high or too low. Lilacs and clematis will not bloom as well. Azaleas and rhododendrons will turn yellow. Blue hydrangeas won't be blue. Pin oaks will be chlorotic. So what do we say? Get a six by six lawn sample, three inches deep, set in a shoebox and bring it into Waddell's. We'll test it out. We've said it for years. A lot of times people come in without the education and leave to go back and get a soil sample. So we'll do two tests for free. Every soil test after that is just a nominal fee, but then you get a little evaluation of what's happening in your yard. pH is too high or too low. You guys all know you can put all the fertilizer you want on, but the pH locks in the nutrients. So, um, Get your lawn program now. Learn about education. <clears throat> and we'll go to a break here in a second, Jim, but I see a lot of lawn companies cruising around trying to put on crabgrass control when it's snowing out. That lawn is probably a month away from wanting crabgrass control on. So yeah. really this year you'll see the last of April till the second weekend of May to put that down. I've said a lot of times I put it down first week in May and have great success. So just some of those things uh, uh, is very, um, very timely. So we'll go to a break here, but you know what? The next topic can't be purchased in a store. It's actually really? priceless. It requires no gas to bring it home and can produce, be only produced on your own property. It's fresh fruits and vegetables harvested from your garden. All so right. We can go into that in a few. All right. We'll be right back with Andy on Over the Garden Fence here on WKZO. When it comes to curb appeal, there's no substitute for an attractive lawn. The lawn care professionals at Woodell's can help you achieve that green, healthy lawn of your dreams. Besides being beautiful, did you know that a well-landscaped lawn can increase a home's value by 15%? Woodell's has all the products you need to get your lawn in tip-top shape. Need some grass seed? Woodell's exclusive grass seed blends are sold in bulk, so you can get just the amount you need. And their four most popular blends are now on sale. Get City Mix grass seed for $7.19 a pound, or Jaguar blend for $6.49 per pound, as well as Deluxe Shady and Supreme Blend, all at low preseason prices. Now is also the time to get your four-step lawn program. Putting on your own lawn products means you save money over hiring a lawn service. And Woodell's is offering $20 and $50 instant in-store rebates for the two sizes of Scott's four-step programs. Woodell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center on Texas Drive at the corner of Millen and 12th Street. WKZO Newstime 922. Back with Over the Garden Fence with Andy Wigel. We have 44 degrees right now and still a little rain in and around the area, but it'll be leaving soon. But when it leaves, the wind comes. So <laughs> you got six and one, half dozen of another. Going to dry it out then. It'll, yeah, there you go. So, but you know, just be, and Andy has said this on many occasions, we should publish a book, <laughs> you know, things Andy said. 
Uh, one of them is do not allow uh, precipitation to deter you from certain things that you can do in your garden. That's right. That's which right. Is, which is, you know, that's the way it is. You know what? And it's preparing and getting ready because a lot of times um, when you attack an indoor house project, usually you sit down with your better half and kind of determine <clears throat> what's next in the house. Is it the bathroom? Is it the kitchen? Is it the bedroom? Is it the basement? And maybe... Like I said, maybe it's the raised garden this year. Maybe it's the patio this year. Maybe it's the walkway. So, you know, and maybe, like I said, maybe it is fruits and vegetables. All right. Okay. Now, everybody really can enjoy their own fresh vegetables, onions, potatoes, shallots, garlic. All are in at the store now. Apples, peaches, pears, apricots. All these plants are available now for immediate planting. So some of that reduces the stress. You get some great exercise. And you kind of eat like royalty from your own garden. You know, and I, last year, man, I'm telling you. Yeah. And um, uh, Daniel will agree. My wife will say that uh, at our home, garlic is almost a food group mm-hmm. at our home. So um, right now we are... Um, we are addicted to uh, a garlic Brussels sprout. Really? That is, <laughs> yes, it is divine. Okay. And, uh, yeah, Big T serves it. There's a place in uh, St. Joe that serves it. But, okay. Um, they take the Brussels sprouts and shell them. Okay. And then, like, flash fry them must be. Okay. Because they're not burned. They're just nice and crispy. Okay. And then, then you put your garlic on them and then roast them with that and... Okay, I may be talking with your wife here so I can get the recipe. <laughs> See, because you know when you're growing up, there's like two vegetables I hated, peas and Brussels sprouts, because yeah. they came out of the can, they were mushy. Oh. I love pea pods and yeah. peas out of the garden now because it's amazing. But I've got, I've grown to love Brussels sprouts, you know, and it's, the, there's so many different ways of, yeah. of doing them. Jim, I hate Brussels sprouts yep. and um, spinach See, now and like green spinach. beans because out really? of the can, they well, were all the, the big long. I like the bean. I just didn't like the string that came with Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the spinach was all a big block from Spartan, bless their hearts, but it was all frozen. And yeah. mom would put it in a cup of water and boil it and we'd try to eat it. I think growing up, the best <laughs> beans I had were at my Aunt Ellie and Uncle Chick's house because they were freshly grown out of the garden. Yeah. And she would snap them that just before she cooked them yeah. and it was like it's amazing and now you eat spinach like all by itself without the lettuce sometimes in a salad with, you with know garl- so- with garlic that's <laughs> right cook it blanch it with garlic yeah. oh i'm so, telling you welcome to the i am show. learning because i have not been the best with garlic i've had pretty good luck um everybody starts out their spring you know this year is going to be the year okay April, let's get the garden planted. Nice rose. May comes on. and Who's going to weed it and who's going to water it? And June comes and it gets a little hotter. And then it gets at 90, 90 to 90, 100. You just water it. You take care of it. Now it's gotten really hot. So now July comes and, oh, no, the garden. Who watered that last? You know, and so this year, maybe with garlic, I am learning a little bit more why I failed. So I'm with you guys. Um, the garlic we sell, soft neck garlic, is actually easy to grow, productive and adaptable in our climates and soils. For a bonus, they'll actually hold up to 10 months after harvest. These bulbs will produce many small cloves with distinctive garlic flavor. Now, I think some of it is why I didn't have good success. 
Garlics prefer sandy loam soil. I have heavy soil, but it grows well in nearly any drained, lightly acidic, between 6 and 7 pH. Test your soil at Waddell's. The looser the composition of the soil, the larger your garlic will grow. Okay. Let's go back. Okay? So just like potatoes, when you guys are planting potatoes, somebody showed me last year, the hill didn't do a worth a hill of beans, <laughs> but the hill was only dug in a couple inches. The potatoes grew and everything grew sideways because they couldn't go they into the not. ground. Go deep. Till it over. Prepare your garlic, your garlic bed by turning under or tilling in compost. Be sure the compost completely broke down like dairy do um, or the Wonder Bun. Plant residue, not cedar or um, cedar mulch. Make sure your soil is uh, a good amount of phosphorus for root growth. So break the bulbs into individual cloves. The larger the clove, the larger the resulting bulb will be. So plant only the largest cloves. Plant each clove two inches deep, four to eight inches apart with the pointy end up. Space rows 12 inches. Garlic likes to be fed in the spring with either composted cominure or well-balanced fertilizer before the bulbs begin to enlarge. Keep, <laughs> key thing, everybody, keep the weeds away from your garlic at all times. Oops. Either you grow garlic or weeds, not both. <laughs> so okay. moisture is also a critical factor in the spring. Watch your soil moisture levels and irrigate accordingly. Garlic may send up a flower stalk in the spring. In this case, snip off the flower immediately. Don't let the garlic go to seeds. You'll end up harvesting very small bulbs. It is a good idea. Sometimes the bulbs are not fully mature. When the clove foliage starts dying back, Lift up a clove. See what it is. If it is not mature or good enough, let them go over winter. If they overwinter, go ahead and mulch them with up to eight inches of mulch. Water the garlic only when the soil is dry during the harvesting months. So some of that is the final in harvesting that when the foliage falls and drops. The garlic leaves stop turning Irrigate for two weeks, then pull them up immediately and put them in a shady spot to cure. Do not leave the garlics in the sun and it will sunburn and rot. A good way to cure garlic is to tie them in brunches and hang them. That's kind of usually how we buy mm -hmm. them at the um, farmer's market. Yeah. So, you know, this year we're going to try it ourselves. It's, it is pretty easy. So we've got the conditions, uh, conditions to storing. We've got a um, Michigan basement that would store very nicely. And I think we're going to give it a try. All right. Sounds so, like a sounds like a good thing. Well, we for, we didn't tell anybody the phone number, but Ginny figured it oh, out. Whoops. Uh, 382-4280 or 877-382-4280. Or if you'd like to text, if you're a little radio shy, 80373. We're going to take a quick break. Ginny, hold on. We will take your call next on Over the Garden Fence on WKZO. Can we ever have too many houseplants? Fill your home with air cleaning houseplants from Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. Come browse the huge selection at Waddell's to give your home a fresh look. Are you looking for a houseplant? Check out ZZ Plants and your search will be over. ZZ plants are sure to be some of your favorites because they're tough as nails, don't need lots of light, and are easy to grow. For something a little more unusual, try an orchid. These interesting plants are easier to grow than you might think and have a super long blooming time. Waddell's also has a beautiful selection of air plants that will grow almost anywhere. 
Check out the air plants ready to hang. They make a unique gift with no green thumb required. No matter which house plants you choose, they'll naturally and effectively clean the air you breathe by recycling the air around them. Come in anytime to visit with Waddell's plant professionals who are always ready to help on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. Kalamazoo's newsmakers check in here. Governors that are going we had to police officers at the intersection. Kalamazoo mornings with Ken Lanfear on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. And welcome back to Over the Garden Fence at 9:31 WKZO News Time. And as we promised, we're going to bring Ginny in. Good morning, Ginny. Welcome to Over the Garden Fence. Hey, good morning. Good morning. How are you? How can I be of help? Well, I tell you what, I have faith that we are going to get some nice weather. I think we are, ma'am. I think um, let's cross our fingers. I got a little um, wooden shelf here in the studio. Listen, Jenny, knock on wood. It's going to be, uh, it, it's going to come. <laughs> okay. Um, I know. Well, I just, I hope it doesn't, you know, I hope it comes pretty quick. But a uh, big reason I'm calling, I have a lot of issues, but the biggest one Last year, I had um, a horrible, horrible time with tomato worms, and I want to know what I can do. Is there a process I can do before I see if my first tomato worm? Is there something that I could eat tomatoes? So some of that is that tomato worm actually, once it goes into the full cycle, is actually a, a insect that you want, but it does love to attack the tomato and potato leaf. So easy, um, Jenny. So I wish you could say they're going to harbor in the ground, but they don't because it is a larva. It it has to pupate in the spring, and then either by wind drift. Or moving through and it's out in the natural and it comes into that tomato because it's drawn. I wish I could say that you could start early. But once the tomato, t- excuse me, once the tomato is in the ground, that's when we would start. And there is very easy controls now that is very safe for us. Some of those, Ginny, are one is called spinosad and it is can be used up to day of harvest, which means there is no more skull and crossbones on a lot of these um, controls because we want them to be safe for potato, tomato. Tomato is a very thin-skinned item, but that tomato worm, it hides in your plant, doesn't it? So you can't even see them half the time until all the leaves are gone. So by applying, you can't apply a systemic insect control because you don't want that into the plant by no means. The only thing is really a topical spray, I'm sorry, a topical dust once that uh, um, once that tomato worm starts or that foliage starts getting of a size where we have a problem with it. Oh, dear. Yep. But vigor, good health in the plant, making sure you keep an eye on it, making sure that you, um, the inner part of the plant, remember, Janie, you can trim tomatoes, thin that plant out, get some of that inner portion of the plant out so you know that it's going to breathe better. Don't water the tomatoes by their foliage, only by their roots. 
Try to keep tomatoes mulched. I don't like to even splash because splash on tomato foliage causes fungus, which causes, you know, rotted leaves, which has a deterrent on that plant itself. Okay. Do you know, Jenny, tomatoes react to red? The actual plant reacts to the color red. So if you stopped in sometime, we have things just for tomatoes. Well, it's a little tray that is put around the tomato as it grows. It actually, the tray is red, and uh, there is a reaction to that plant. There is wall of waters that we sell, Jenny, that are, think of a, Oh, like a, a wa- um, what you lay on in the water in the summertime, but it's filled with air. It's the same thing, only a small amount out on the water, Jenny, but you fill it with water and it makes a little wall and you put it around the tomato. It's only about a foot tall. And these little pockets of water protect the tomato from frost. So you can be the first person to actually uh, uh, have a tomato on the, on the, um, on the neighborhood. So those are a couple things on getting that plant more vigorous. So um, that tomato will be more vigorous when those tomato worms come on. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I come in because, uh, because I, I can't even begin to tell you I had at a new area where we live mm-hmm. and I can't even begin to tell you how many tomatoes I had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You and me, you and me talked last year on it, I remember. So I think if you stopped in, let's 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 help our team okay. help you and we can get a little listing and just get some ideas and some remedies that you can look at when you stop down. Oh I didn't remember I'd talked to you, but <laughs> but anyway, I certainly will. Okay. All right. Thanks, Jenny. We appreciate it. Have have, have a wonderful day. Yeah, I'm with her on the tomato worms. I love tomatoes, but I don't like the worms. I hate the worms. All right, well, let's take a quick break, and we'll come back and start wrapping things up on Over the Garden Fence on this Saturday morning, the 1st of April. Watching beautiful wild birds is a great way to enjoy nature, and the best way to keep birds close to your landscape is to give them their favorite foods. The birding experts at Waddell's will tell you this is the most important time of year to provide plenty of food for the birds as nesting season begins. Waddell's carries 16 varieties of the best bird seed around, and this week, two bird feed favorites are on sale. To attract finches, get Finches Feast. Finches Feast is a delicious blend of thistle seed and finely chopped sunflower. The 10-pound bag is now on sale for $15.88, and the 20-pound bag is only $30.88. You save $4.50. A wide variety of birds love George's no-waste blend with hulled sunflowers and peanuts. Plus, you'll love that there won't be any holes to clean up. Both sizes of George's blend are on sale, including the 20-pound bag for $35.88. Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center, the Kalamazoo area's bird-feeding headquarters for 77 years. And we're back. WKZO News Time is 9.37 over the garden fence on this Saturday morning with Andy Waddell. So um, that tomato worm is is uh, can be a nuisance, yeah. but I will say I did I did uh, know that the tomato worm actually are the caterpillars of a large sphinx moth that actually is called the hummingbird moth. The moth really? lays an egg, and once it's last uh, hatched, the hornworm caterpillar eats it until it grows about four inches in length. The caterpillar goes in the soil, then it pupates the next year. So there's some pluses to that. Unfortunately, Jenny, they feed on the tomato plants. Yeah, so, yeah. Yep, yep. So I wanted uh, real quick to um, 
there's uh, some trend-setting items that we talked about earlier in the show, and that is definitely interior scaping or houseplants. The people working at home, since COVID and just companies have found the benefits of saving uh, people from driving in and out every day, a lot of people are hybrid and they're working both. Uh, a lot of times people have that office at home. You know, houseplants, just because they're trendsetting, it doesn't mean anything. They're new because they purify the air. Plants actually increase humidity. They boost workplace and uh, home performance uh, more effective. You end up being more happier. You know it actually speeds up healing. If really? you go to Borges or Bronson, their lobbies or their courtyards are filled with plants to go relax and be around. So... Um, yeah, they have. It's an. It's like a, a forest. It is. It <laughs> is. So we have um, a, a granite clay. Oh, we got a caller. Okay, we do. But no, I'm gonna hear this. Yep. Granite or clay this word. granite clay is baked twice, and it's glazed, so your fingerprints don't get all over this. Oh, very and cool. And it's not the old terracotta look. It has a like a German um, clay. Uh, color to it. it's a gray so it's beautiful so very cool hey we got a call all right you want to take the phone call all I right good morning welcome to over the garden fence jane you have a couple of minutes hey how are you how can hi, i help hi hi good um i wanted to know the right time to put on crab aside fertilizer you got it so let's go to our calendar and because it is so cold jane I would say the very last weekend of April or the first full weekend of May, May 5th to 10th, this year is going to be optimal. Here's So, so look what at, happens if your lawn service has already put it on this exactly. week? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. We were talking about that yeah. earlier. Yeah. Well, I missed it. I thought you Oh, no, that's okay. It's, this is a good thing to bring back up again because yeah. it's important. Now, the, here's – and I'm going to dovetail off what Jane just said – can it be remedied? I mean, do you can? Is there something you can do, or do you wait and do it again, or and, what? And I'm not I'm not saying anything about the lawn companies because if they have X amount of customers, they can just do so many a day. I totally understand right. like that. But most crabgrass controls have a 16 week residual or four months. So the later we can put it on, that's why I say the end of April, end of May, end of June, end of July. Well, if you don't, if you put it on the first of April. By the 1st of August, you have crabgrass in the yard. So the remedy is a little, a second application of crabgrass control around the 1st to 10th of May. Or just know that you could put on a summer control later on about the last of July. It is a a liquid application, but that would be the second, second form. Now... I can also take a little gamble. If we have a dry spring for the next couple of weeks and the moisture does not beat the crabgrass control all the way down into the ground, you'll still have good results. I'm just saying it will last about that four month, regardless of what variety it is, and start wearing down. That's why I like to put it on a little later, the better. So I'm not. I once heard you say when the forsythia are blooming. Yep. And for years, that's what George and Harley used to say. But Michigan, really, Jane, has changed. Look at what's happening. We get a lot of warm in March. Then we get bitter cold in <laughs> April. And so the the temperature, it's not the air. Because the forsythia, all you have to do is look at them on a hot day and they're blooming. Yeah. But. Michigan now, it says, MSU and Waddell both say it's when the lilacs 
are in bloom oh, now. That's okay. the later time frame that we're shooting for, Jane, because the forsythia, you can have two warm days, the magnolia forsythia will bloom, then it'll snow again, and it'll be done. Well, that it is uh, it is too early for that portion. So it sounds to me, Jane, that that what if you, they've already put it on, yeah. then a second application the first week, the first full week of May is not going to hurt your lawn, but it'll push your deadline date up. It would. It would. Or just plan on maybe a little later summer control that could be could be applied there in uh, late July or yeah. August. And we've had so much rain, I figured it's washing it all the way out. It probably is. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not, again, I'm not I uh, putting up. I, well, I, I wasn't happy with it, but that's what happened. Yep. All right. Yep. Jane, I hope right, it turns out you. for you. Thank you, ma'am. Have right. a wonderful day. Thank and you for the man, call. Andy, where did the time go? It flies. So it does. We have so much fun. Stop down at our um, our floral greenhouse, yes. the tropical greenhouse. It's got so many cool plants. I even brought a little plant I know, in I called love this. Leaf Joy Minis. They're a plant that lives in these test tubes, and you keep the cork in it, and all you do is add a little water. This plant grows right inside this little yeah, you gotta go cool see little that. jar. It is so, so cool. Um, that's by Proven Winners called Leaf Joy Series. So stop down and enjoy some of our houseplants today. All right, and let's do it again next week. What do you, you say? Bet. Thanks, everybody. All right, thanks for listening to this edition of Over the Garden Fence. Tune in every Saturday after 9 for Over the Garden Fence. Brought to you by your friends at Waddell's Nursery Floral and Garden Center at the corner of Milliman 12th Street, 590-106.9 FM, WKZO, everything Kalamazoo. Don't forget Tiger Baseball, 345 this afternoon against the Rays, and then followed immediately by K-Wings Hockey. They take on Iowa at Wings Events Center. That's coming up today on KZO. Have you noticed piles of soil in your lawn and damage where molds have been tunneling? Waddell's lawn experts recommend GrubX, the season-long grub killer. GrubX will not only kill the grubs that are already in the soil, but it will also prevent new invasions of Japanese beetle grubs for up to four months. These grubs can cause extensive damage by feeding on grass roots, turning the affected area yellow and then brown. Plus, grubs happen to be the favorite food of moles. Waddell's recommends putting GrubX on your lawn soon after the ground warms up, not only for grub control, but also for lawn-damaging sod webworms, cutworms, and armyworms. It's the quickest, easiest way to prevent your lawn from being destroyed by these pests and keeping your lawn looking its best. Right now, save $250 on each bag that covers 5,000 square feet and get GrubX for only $29.47. Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center, located on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. Easy care yet gorgeous hot.